0: Oh, thank you. I must say, Matt, Matt Wills. Is it Wills? Or cut? You are bloody Willilis. gorgeous. I was, I was, Willis, I was sitting there thinking, that white man there, I'll tell you what. <laughs> you better, baby. I'll tell you what.
3: <laughs> There'd be nothing left, Matt. We'd Come meet five.
0: your new daddy. Come meet your <laughs> new dad.
3: am terrified. All we'd we find is the trainer. That's all we find. <laughs> <A>
1: bone. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Welcome back to Boys Don't Cry. This episode, my female auditor is Judy Love and I'm joined by Matt Richardson and Matt Willis and we've been talking about humour. How men and women experience humour, how they use humour... Are women more funny than men? A question we've yet again failed to answer. But more interestingly, I think, for people that listen to this podcast and anyone interested in relationship or sex, as we all are at the moment, me having Popeye's forearms due to my lonely self-meetings in the spare room once a day. <laughs> <laughs> Going for a meeting with myself. Going for a meeting with myself. <laughs> Um, is oh my god, money? that hit
2: so close to home. Um, I'm doing so many. I'm just going to do another episode by myself, babes. What it actually, <laughs> hit,
3: what it actually hit was my Dua Lipa poster. <laughs> is it? Um, no, we know it's attractive to be funny. We know it, We know it is. It, uh, I, I you, we, we can spend all afternoon saying that women, women are oppressed so they feel less free to be funny, and we know that's true, and we, all we can do is try and remedy it. But nonetheless, when a girl comes into the room and she's amusing and witty to a large, large proportion of the men, she's still going to be attractive. It will make her more attractive. You might have fancied her before. If she opens her mouth and she can make you laugh, I'm sorry. That is attractive to most men unless the man is a little bit touched or insecure, right? Yeah. So just pick, yeah. taking aside for a second that, that women feel like they have less permission to be funny, why is it attractive to be funny? I mean, it's amazing how infrequently people stop to ask what possible evolutionary or social reason could there be for being amusing, being sexually attractive? Doesn't make sense.
0: Mm -hmm. Matt Willis
3: you go first as the neutral
1: commentator as a as a musician well laughing makes you feel good right so Mm. this um the uh, the person in question can be attractive and 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 you can find sexy and also can make you feel good in another way you know by laughing which is um which is an added bonus
3: and do you think it's um we might as well go there even though I said I wasn't going to is it more attractive for a man to be funny than a, a girl? I think it's the type of funny, right, Matt, Matt Willis? Sorry to keep using your surname, but there's so many Matt's. <laughs> it's the type of funny, isn't it? Because funny can be overbearing and loud and dominant and everyone laughing but looking down, conversation being dominated, or it can be witty and connective and conversational.
1: So let's yeah, assume we're yeah. doing witty,
3: connective, conversational, non-threatening funny. Is it still more attractive for a man to have that than a girl? Be honest, this is a safe space, man. We can only talk from I, our I, personal experience
1: um i i, don't, I don't, is it is it more attractive i mean um i i can only say what i find attractive and if a girl is um is witty and and funny and and makes me laugh in a non-threatening non piss taking out of me constantly way hmm. then um then i can find that very sexy and very attractive but um uh is it more attractive for a man to be like that than a woman i don't i don't i don't know the, what, the,
3: the other problem we've got, Matt Willis, for our listeners' benefit, is as, as Judy keeps saying, you are actually attractive, so you don't need to. <laughs> you don't need to go. Uh,
0: look, just be too much. You
3: don't want to give me a hand job yet, but why did the chicken cross the road? Right through,
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> which is how me and Matt Richardson have lived our whole lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Matt Richardson he's like me. Yeah, <clears throat> he understands the power of humour.
2: Oh yeah, I mean, I Absolutely.
3: very much have got a league two body and face, uh, and have used my humour to play in the Premiership on many an evening, if I can put it that way.
2: You um, you get an extra three points on your out of ten score if you're funny. So if you're a six and you're funny, you're a nine. Like, but, and I wow. think that's with men really? and women. I think that's both sides. I think being you funny be is another. You
3: want to be in someone's company if they're funny, so you might not find yeah. someone sexually attractive at first. But after hanging out from a couple of days and keep laughing with them, you're thinking, oh, I wonder what they look like with no clothes on. it, it I
2: just, it just love, being, your mind. You love being around them so much that they eventually, like, you know, it, it wears people down because they, they spend so much <laughs> time. Not in, not in a negative way that it's sort of like, you know, they're, they're doing it for pity or because they feel like they have to, but you, they kind of spend enough time with you. And you, I like think like, you, start you like them. You start to like them. But, the secret to any relationship and love and kind of long-lasting relationships is the more time you spend with someone, the more you like them and the more connected you are. And funny gets you more time on the pitch. Exactly. Mm. Uh, so a sort of
3: tro- a Trojan shag. If you remember, <laughs> the, myth of the, tro- the, the myth of the Trojan horse was, we went up to the gates of Troy, here's a gift of a horse, yeah, it's all right, I suppose we'll let it in. Boom, out come the soldiers. The s- I mean, that was a little bit more literal in the end than I wanted <laughs> <laughs> I've, I didn't read I didn't mean me spunking off as my soldiers, but Matt, why, why, why is funny attractive? So we have had the theory from Matt Willis that it's to do with humour, maybe making you feel good, boosting the immune system, making you feel more peaceful and happy. Have you got anything different you think?
2: When why, you're laughing amazing? with, I think when you're laughing with someone, what I find is when when my, my girlfriend's really funny and when she makes me laugh, like I forget about everything else in the world. You totally connect. What about the dishwasher
3: being done incorrectly?
2: Okay, unbelievable, Sam. If she wasn't the one on, with her name on the mortgage, I'd be walking. Now
0: um, <laughs> she's smart, isn't she? Smart.
2: Oh, yeah. she's she's smart and much more successful than me. She's made. Um, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's worked harder, um, but I find that. When I laugh with people, I, you know, I've in my life I have OCD. Right, I've had OCD for years, and the reason I got into comedy was because when I was on stage and there was laughter and that moment of funny, it was the only time that my OCD wasn't a problem. And Mm. I find that with with a partner, with your with a friend that makes you laugh or a partner, when you're laughing, you are present in that moment. Humor Mm. makes you forget all the other problems, and you just exist within the moment. And that is such a thing to want and to be around that, you know, I think it's important. Whereas if you're with someone that isn't funny, you're like, oh, fucking hell, you know, I've got to turn the light switch off eight times and I might die because of all these things. Like, Mm. if those are the kind of things you're into. Whereas humour is (laughs) properly, it's like, you know, it's a drug, isn't it, laughing, really, when you think about it. Like, it's totally addictive and it's totally something that makes you forget about your problems.
3: So it's almost got like a a curative um, properties. Yeah, yeah, and I think...
2: And I think and you know, a lot of
3: us... if, it's, if it's helping manage OCD, then it, it yeah, yeah, literally... absolutely, but,
2: definitely. But, helium. but I just think you know, you forget when, like, it's that when someone's being funny and you're engaged in it, your total concentration is on that, so you can't be worrying about anything else in life, and that's something you want to be around.
3: Judy, so Hugh, um, you, you know that when you're as a couple, you might be having a bit of a shit day. You might have had an argument earlier, you haven't resolved it, you haven't spoken about it. You're both bashing around the kitchen. Someone just says something funny, and boom, the the tenseness is punctured could that be how comedy how making people laugh to be sexually attractive started i'm going i'm going back right right back back in the to the paleolithic era there must have been a group of men and women who out survived the non-funny ones for us to find it sexually attractive it must at some stage conferred a survival benefit it must have so if some dude came into our house i'm going i'm going to club everything i'm going to take your goat meat And I did a 20 minute set and he laughed, you know what, you can live, keep your goat meat. That could have been how humour came about, the sort of peacemaking uh, emollient, if you like. I can't think of a better word than that, which is ridiculous because no one knows what emollient means. But do you you know what I mean, Judy, that that, that it actually has an ability to protect you?
0: I think it definitely, you know, I like to use the line healing. I mean, you know, laughter is quite healing. And I think that. We go through things in life that, unfortunately, can be so traumatic. But if there is that one person that can kind of laugh you through it, you kind of connect with them on a different level. So I think that attraction comes from, like Matt was saying, that you're in that present moment. It kind of dismisses everything else that might be going on. But I do think, for me, there's a difference between someone who is funny and someone who can have a laugh. I I don't know if I could... It's not one of my top things, oh, I need a guy that's funny, but I need a guy that can have a laugh, if you get what I mean. Mm -hmm. Um, And from a a female um, perspective who's a stand-up comedian, I find that men will – some men are slightly intimidated – that I'm a f- stand-up comedian. They're not sure if I'm being serious. They're not sure if I'm, you know, if they try to they're chat like, me up. No, seriously, do- can you
3: unlock the door in the hallway, please? I'm scared.
0: Stop <laughs> saying. Are like, you I- Stop crying. Yeah, you know I mean, I did shit once. I did that shit once, and they're not really sure. Do you know, they? Don't know if I'm gonna like. They feel like they need to impress me in some kind of way because they're not sure right. if I'm gonna be able to make a joke about their limp dick. You know, they're not sure what I might say. <laughs> in it's so
2: weird yeah, but also, it is I guess, weird do you get this thing Judy where like if you've been on a date like over the years you've been on a date with someone i've been on a date that's been like a normal date and they go oh don't use this and you're like like is that your worry I'm, that i'm, I'm going to expose yeah. your life is it a privacy issue that you're intimidated by mm-hmm. because i'm going to use the, the, it for mem- i'm going to use it for material rather than i'm going to you know be funny definitely. to you yeah definitely and i
0: think it can bring a barrier because those people don't put their true self, we never do really when we start dating, someone put our true self for us, but they're even a little bit more fake. And then I think as a comedian, and I can't say for everybody, but for me sometime as well, you would get people that want to date you because they just want, to, they, they want a free comedy show, okay? <laughs> they want a free comedy show all the time. Oh, can you come to my family function? Oh, I'm meeting your mama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not that. It's just that like, now we've got you for free. To, they want be, a comedy show. To be honest, show.
3: Judy, I think a lot of boys would put on a flyer, free comedy show, please come back to mine and have sex with me.
0: This is what, I'll take that bit, but did you know what I'm saying? And then it's like, if you are a stand-up comedian and maybe you start dating someone and you're not constantly dropping a, a, a line, then they'll be like, oh, what's wrong? Are you okay? Is something mm. wrong? You're like, no, I'm just not you've, on the stage.
3: <laughs> you've stumbled onto another subject I wanted to cover. It's a par- another paradox. There's so many paradoxes around humour that aren't there. Uh, with music. So for me to be sexually attracted to someone singing beautifully, everyone gets it. Were I single, because I don't want Lindsay to burst through the door and behead me, and I was watching a female singer, and she doesn't matter what she's singing, but the melodic nature of her voice and the way she's moving, I find that sexually attractive. We go for a drink and it ends in an erotic relationship. Boom. All makes complete sense. Whereas, as you quite correctly said there, there's something opposite to sex about funny, you know. What I mean, it's a very. It's weird that I was single and I were doing this for a living. I was single. Things got crazy. I'm. I'm not proud of all the things I did. Sorry, sorry. I'm very proud of all the things I did. <laughs> um, and it, it never. You know, my bedpost got so tall, I got snow on the top of it, and
2: um,
3: <laughs> no. Uh, But what I mean is it never ceased to surprise me that the act of joking and arsing around and grimacing and pulling silly faces and saying silly things is the very opposite of slow, sensual, lovemaking or an orgasmic experience. I understand how you man or woman could stand on stage and get someone's attention and they'd be sexually attracted to that power or they could be at a dinner party with someone who's a joker and they're attracted to their, their charismatic personality but there's a point where you have to cross over from <laughs> into come on mm. baby, and it's really <laughs> hard to do that if you're a used humor as the main part of your attractiveness and we're talking about professional comedians here this this needs to be listenable for everyone who listens to this podcast so i would it's it's something unsexy is there not we um, will get Matt Willis to comment first on someone that's been funny all night and you're both smiling with idiotic grins on your face and then then I want to turn into Marvin Gaye, let's get it on oh, it's an impossible yeah. journey don't you agree Matt Willis, whereas all you've got to do is go let me put my guitar down, you might want to take your toes off, <laughs> and boom, done I'm already squirting just saying it, I, mean, I squirted <laughs> <laughs>
2: Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
3: Do you know what I mean, Matt Willis? How can you... And yet we find over and over again, Judy said it, Matt said it, I've said it, it's sexually attractive to be humorous, yet humor is unsexual. What? mm. Matt
1: Willis. Well I think there's got to be a turning point right there. has got to be a point where the jokes must stop. But is there? there? I don't know. Or, or do or do you keep them going whilst doing it?
2: So I don't say
1: know. You're, do uh, you? Have you have you, ever, have you ever have you ever have you ever told a joke whilst having sex? I've been a joke whilst having sex. <laughs> <laughs> Put <a laughs> like, clown on the go let off a glitter cannon. Cuz I've had some <laughs> quite funny experiences. Of course, in those yeah. moments, you know, and I'm uh, and I don't necessarily think they they always kill the vibe. Sometimes they have, but you know, it's not. They've not always killed the vibe. So, is there? um I've been told. Uh, I,
3: I have been told. This is getting way too honest now. I've been t- <laughs> I have been told more than once. Stop making jokes now. I've I've, I've had that. I've right, also okay. been told. To stop, okay. so, so in answer to your question, Matt Willis. Yes. So I'll they be trying to yank stuff. something off, a bra or some tights, and, then I'll, and I'll be like, oh, no, I'm, a, you know, I'm, I'm rubbing a bone right over my head. <laughs> oh,
2: my gosh. I've, um, I've, I've done it before where, like, if, especially if you're with someone that you've known for a little while, I've done it yeah. before where you do it and you, like, lean into their ear and you whisper an inside joke, and then they're like, get off, Bob! This isn't the time! And you're like, oh, it absolutely know. was the time. That's why you've reacted <laughs> like this. Matt i one
3: minute and go, but was it funny? Because I might use it.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how did, how, you just turn to you just turn to your um, sorry my agent's in the corner uh Christian can you tell me if you thought that was any good for that
0: bit <laughs> i think you know i think i think that the the sexiness from someone being funny or, or having humor is about more about the confidence it's about the confidence because yes. the confidence in itself will allow you to know when to drop the joke you know and it can also show intelligence the way that you think for me that's what will make me think oh this guy's funny or, or I will find it attractive because it's the timing or the little things that he might pick up and then at the same time because he's confident to be able to drop those little one liners and not do too much he will then still have that confidence to say I ain't joking now you better give me the pussy and I, I'll <laughs> laugh it off <laughs> do you
1: know what I mean you laugh it off but he'll
0: do it in a dominant way and that's for me the difference between <laughs> just being that funny funny to being able to have a laugh and using the confidence for me i think it's the confidence in the humour that but that makes you feel attracted right. to them you
3: know I, okay judy but let's 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 carry on across the threshold of the hallway and into the bedroom because matt willis has raised an interesting question there about sex and humour together now we know comedians professional comedians talk about sex humorously all the time it would be banal to even discuss that but is there a place for humour in the bedroom itself? I'm not saying, you know, you let off a glitter cannon and go, hey, hey, oh, my God, I've got a confetti, I've got a party popper attached to my bottom while I'm pounding. Obviously, that would be too far. <laughs> but is there a place for humour in the... Sex, there is something quite funny about sex. There must be um, Judy and Matt Richardson. We wouldn't spend half of our careers freaking talking about it. Oh, I Singers,
2: dream of it only Singers, being half.
3: Yeah. singers constantly sing about it and they sometimes sing very funny witty songs or there'll be witty lyrics about sex i mean if you look at if you see some um hip-hop lyrics written down they're fucking hilar- hilariously angry about sex so <laughs> is there something funny about sex itself and how far towards the dove are each of us willing to nudge with the human now, i've already fessed up and said i've been guilty of you know using bras and stuff as bra- i'm princess leah take my bra off your head you know i've done that i've pretended to be the princess from star wars with with the c cup oh my on my head God. for a hat i've done that and killed the moment but where is the line judy and is sex itself funny and why is it
0: I've, look i'm a fluffy i'm a big girl um so there's always going to be You're a bit of humor i'm a, a fluffy fl- i'm a big girl fluffy isn't, isn't a plus fluffy size. one of those
2: people that dresses up as a like in dog stuff like if that's a fluffy don't call yourself a fluffy that's oh. a fetish thing okay no fluff,
0: no well I'm a fetish to some people I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a fetish to some people <laughs> and fluffy in my terms is fluffy like a, a plus size woman plus okay. size so I'm a plus size so there'll always be and has been situations in sex that is funny you know you got a brother who you might get a guy I've had a guy who's try to reach around to, to find, to get the bra shut, but the arms are just not long enough. Do you know what I mean? And in that moment, in that moment, in that awkwardness, you know, you've gone from the whole <laughs> sexy, romantic, I'm the hot chick, you know, lick the ice cream off my knee, and then he just, he hasn't even got the power to undo the bra, because, or oh, if he does do it, it's, he's not ready for the force of titty that boxes him in the face.
3: <laughs> so you, you,
0: you have to have, you have the awesome to have. Titty. The, you know, that's what I'm saying. The power of the titties. Pa-pow. So in that, in that moment, for me, for my confidence, you know, because there's some women, unfortunately, that might be, you know, different shapes, and they don't feel as comfortable comfortable in their body. In that moment. Humour is the thing that kind of saves that awkwardness. So you can both laugh at each other. You know, you can play, you know, role play. You you know, the first time you have sex with someone, sometimes can be a little bit awkward. So you might even just be able to have that confidence to say, oh, well, this is a bit awkward, isn't it? God, I minute, mean I thought, thought I could arch my back a bit better than that. <laughs> you know, there's all different ways you can just approach it. And I think a little bit of humour is good just to kind of... You know, get rid of those little awkward moments sometime.
3: I'll, I will come to you next, Matt Richardson. But I want to go to Matt, Matt Willis first. As a, what do you think? I mean, how far? I'm not asking you to be personal about your your love life, but in your opinion, how far towards the bedroom door should humour go? In your from when you were a lad and you were dating, did it always stop? at the hallway, or were you one for Hume in the bedroom? And also, have you ever licked ice cream off anyone's knee? Because I've never
1: heard that. We're all thinking it, it. but no one wants to say it. Yeah, I really want an ice cream now. But, (laughs) uh, you know, it, it depends. I mean, the older and more confident in myself I think I've got, the more I've allowed myself to be less serious about it. You know, there was a time, I think, when I was younger and I was like, right, okay, must be masculine, must be, you know, this kind of, like, put on this... I wanted to I about to say sex act, but, um, but do you know what I mean? Like there's, there's yeah, something which happens. like Right. Sex time. Let's go. But know. What you're saying Whereas, is
3: so fascinating because it equates masculinity with a, a lack of humor and go, it yeah, con- you're right. This is why, this is why this subject is so much less clear than I, than I think people realize. Sorry, but Matt, there, carry but, on.
1: But there is definitely, um, but you're right. You know, there is, um, there is the saying laugh the girl into bed, isn't there? But then you don't, you don't, Laugh whilst in bed. Uh, uh, the crude version yeah. is funny gets the fanny. Is what I've heard. Funny I mean, gets I... the fanny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, funny, so funny might get the fanny farts. I don't know about the fanny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Make her funny laugh that's too some
3: hard. Funny shit too. <laughs> um, so Matt, yes. again, like me, um, you've used humour as a primary way to get I would imagine to get through school and then to date yes. I certainly without humour I probably would just be buried somewhere in the bullies gallery at the moment after no. being punched yeah, to I, death. Mean,
2: I was I've got to be fair I was never really bullied or anything because me neither I... because of humour Because I owned it. Like, um, I remember when I was in sixth form, I shit myself in an English lesson. um,
3: Wait a minute. You don't mean you you had nerves before a Jane Austen exam. You mean you actually shit yourself.
2: Yeah, like I shat myself in a year 12 English lesson. And... um... (laughs)
3: <laughs> you were and in you year 13 it, at the time. That's what made it
2: worse. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, I just walked in and went, all right, guys. <laughs> um, I'm older than you. I'll shut myself up. <laughs> I'm older than you. Sphincter's gone. Um, and. Um, it, nothing really happened because when everyone was trying to make fun of me, I was the first one in, so it meant that I yeah. could get past it. And I have lived my life. Like, the M M M&M awesome. Eight
3: Mile Method, as it's known, the M M&M M Eight Mile, own your mockery, yeah. turn
2: it into rhyme. Absolutely. Pro, mm. um, I, I mean, I did throw it back, which is like a monkey. And um,
1: it's, it's one of those.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's one of those where I think when it comes to sex and stuff, like I don't feel like I am. A sexy man like i i don't feel like i'm a masculine sexy guy so actually for me humor is really important when it comes to like sex and things because i think like i want sex to be fun rather than serious and sexy because like i don't feel like i don't feel confident in that position so for me like sex Mm. should be a good laugh and really good fun and you should have a great time (laughs) rather than being like oh yeah i'm gonna i'm just imagining
3: you halfway through going you are having fun aren't you
2: are you just, are you just have a um, after this, um, there is uh, there is a trip advisor Um you enjoy it. Dick
3: advisor. Judy's on dick, dick advisor. advisor. A review. <laughs> no ice cream was licked off my knee. One star.
2: One star. Um, so I think for, for me, it's always been a bit more about like, it's not, I don't see sex as a serious thing, really. Like it's something that I, I really, you know, it's great and I like it, but like, I would feel not confident being that kind of alpha dominant male. So yeah, humour comes into it quite a bit with me and you know, that is for the better or worse with various partners.
3: You just mentioned hilariously about how you shat yourself at school and we all laughed very loudly. Um, Toilet humour. It's something that does seem to divide the genders a little bit. I know that particular story is funny, whether you're a boy or a girl, But I would, in my experience, particularly on my lad's WhatsApp group, where on more than one day since lockdown, the daily log has been sent to the group going, look at the size of that. Um, (laughs) That cable's so large, I could get Virgin Media in the toilet. That's one I received the other day.
0: Oh, my gosh.
3: Men will actually send pictures of their own poos to each other and find it funny, even though they are older than 30. Now, that to me is a slam dunk gender divide between men and women. Come on. I know normally I'm the I'm the lefty liberal, there's no genders, everything's different. But sending pictures of poo whilst laughing, come on. Matt Willis. Only men have the to carry toilet humour
1: past toddlerhood. I mean I fucking hope so. I mean I mean if I if if you know I can't imagine any girl I've I know or pretty much have met sending me a picture of their shit. No. But um I've had quite a few off my mates. Yeah, um, in a, in in a, a some humor, of them in a humorous <laughs> way, not in a, a humorous. <laughs> no, no, not in a weird fetish way yet. But not um,
2: to not to jump in here, but you did try and get me to do a cleanse where I would shit myself for a day because you thought it would be a good laugh, and we'd do it together on a day. So yeah, that is very is, much is very <laughs> Me and
1: me and um, I was I was once in a in a, in a band called Mook busted for a little while um, with some friends of mine from McFly, and we uh, we all did um. Uh, a colonic cleanse one morning oh. where we were away on a writing trip and we um, we had like these two big pints of water with salt in it and you drink them down and you basically um, puke from your arsehole for about four or five Lovely. hours. And it is um, it was one of the most funniest moments of my entire life. Weird, isn't it?
3: Because it sounds medical yeah. and vile, but I know I'd be cry laughing if that was the it was moment.
1: It was honestly one of the funniest, and funnier because there was only two toilets in the place that we were at and there were uh, six people there. <laughs>
3: Don't but cross it was the stream. The funniest, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ghostbusters from the bum hole. Oh, So yeah. Judy, we um so I hate gender generalizations, particularly one that seems to put women in a box and say, you can't find that funny. But I'm more saying girls will be happy to own this one. And there's not I've never been on a first date with a girl and she stands up <laughs> and goes, got a lighter, watch this. It's just never happened.
0: Um, I suppose there's that, there's that, you know, that whole. Thing of women being supposed to be a bit more polite and you know our manners and certain things certain things that we're supposed to oh, do. but you send that to, to each other on? then ladylike
3: you take boys out of the situation ladylike yeah do girls, do girls do. exchange toilet humour with each other
0: never never have I not seen anything but we've definitely had conversations like oh my God, I went on a date and my belly was grumbling, girl. I went to shit out my ass, da, 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 da. Like, we've exchanged <laughs> verbally, do you know what I mean? Oh my gosh, I had sex with this guy and I did funny. funny, funny. Like, we'll talk about those kind of things, but it's <laughs> never something we would send a picture. In all honesty, what I do think, what we do send pictures of, if we did send pictures of something like that, really disgusting, it would probably be like, babes, I'm a bit concerned, this looks different. And then your friend, <laughs> real girls. No, we're close.
1: We're close. We're, I've, I've, I've seen. If, I've if,
0: seen my friends' pals before. I've seen. She's. If, like, if
3: one of my boys sent that Judy, I would know to zoom in on the picture, and there would be like a meme man hidden in the poo with his <laughs> out. out.
0: <laughs> no,
3: honestly,
1: <laughs> we <laughs> we don't.
0: Unless it was something like we was concerned about, then we might gotcha. be like, oh, something, you know, something happened, and then the friend would probably say, well, was it look like, girl? That would be it. But right. no, we ain't send we send dick pitch, but we ain't sending anything else.
3: Well, I feel like we've learned way too much about each other. I hope everyone listening to this has found it interesting about. I hope maybe we've made you feel better, some of you powerful, funny women out there, because it seems to be blokes do find that attractive. So chill out, let your funny flow. That's all we've got time for from this episode of Boys Don't Cry. Thank you very much to Matt Richardson, Matt Willis and Judy Love. I've not been Nick Grimshaw. I'm the one that looks like him. If you like the podcast, tell everyone you know about it. Tell them to hit like, hit subscribe, go to wherever you get your podcasts and get it there. If you don't like it. Just keep your mouth shut or the world's full of enough poison and venom at the moment, you miserable twat. Fuck off. (laughs)